Hello everybody and welcome to Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. In this week's episode I want to look at the struggle that many of us have in achieving work-life balance. And in order to explore this question I'm going to read a few verses from the Gospel of Mark chapter 6 and we're going to explore a little passage where Jesus again tries to teach about these things. The Apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognised them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognised Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns or countryside, They placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and all who touched him were healed. I don't know about you, but sometimes whenever I hear the Bible readings for a particular Sunday, you can feel as if they were almost somehow meant for you. And at times, Those readings maybe bring great encouragement and comfort when we're we're working through difficult things in our lives. But then other times the Bible readings maybe put their finger on something that that we really struggle with. And if I'm being honest, I'd rather ignore it altogether. But there it is sometimes right in front of you and, and you're reading it or you're hearing it and then you feel that it's important to try and really do something about this. And today, in our gospel reading, Jesus puts his finger on something that that I really wrestle with, and and I suspect that I'm probably not alone. That issue of of busyness and and overstretching ourselves, thinking we can do more, perhaps, in an hour than we really can, and then we run late for the next thing, and on and on it goes. But I want to take an honest look at this this morning and to see if I, myself, and hopefully everybody else too, can take to heart one of the most beautiful invitations that we find in the Scriptures. And maybe we'll all together be able to find something in this powerful section from Mark's Gospel that we can take away with us for the week ahead. There are a lot of people who I speak to who tell me that their life is very busy. 
And it can sometimes be almost like a badge of honor that, that we wear when we talk about the hours that we work or the things that we achieve in a week. And I remember some time ago coming out of the Ulster Hospital and I saw this very striking billboard as I ran to the car. And it was a billboard that was sponsored by the Chest, Heart and Stroke Association. And it had a man looking at a photograph of his late wife and saying aloud, if only she hadn't been so busy. But what are the signs in our lives that we are too busy? Our gospel reading today suggests one or two, and I'm going to make one or two myself and see if they resonate with you this morning. Verse 31 of that gospel reading from Mark chapter 6 tells us that because so many people were coming and going, they did not have a chance to eat. And they, in this case, are Jesus' disciples. Do you ever have days like that, where you're flying around doing so many things that you never have enough time to, to sit down? and to eat a proper meal. I remember again some time ago reading an interview, I think in the Belfast Telegraph, with the former First Minister, Peter Robinson. And he had, just prior to this interview, he had suffered a heart attack. And in the interview, he spoke about his lifestyle and how very often at that stage he was working very late at night. He was making transatlantic phone calls. He was in all sorts of negotiations about different agreements. And when he was working these very strange and unusual hours, he would send his staff out to get a takeaway late at night, and he would munch on his takeaway as he worked at his desk. If we don't have time to sit and to eat properly, maybe we are too busy. Here's another one that I notice in my own life where I get so immersed in, in what I'm doing that I don't give proper time and attention to the people closest to me. And so, for example, when I have another meeting and I don't get home on time for Lucy's 8.30 feed, which I like to do for maybe a few times in a row, that's not good. Or when Connor asks me to join him for a game or something and I tell him that I've got to go and work on the computer, I've got to go to a meeting, and that's always my reply. That's not a good thing. It's not a good message to those who we love most when we seem to have time for everyone else but, but not for them. And that's one that I need to be constantly aware of, just as I think we, we all do. So it is really important to be able to say no or to take control of our diaries and, and frame things in more manageable structures, whether that involves delegation, asking people to wait, or whatever. But as Jesus recognized the busyness in his disciples' lives, 
Let's listen to his gracious invitation. This is what he said to them. He said, come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. You see, the thing is, we all need quiet time with Jesus to refuel us and to infill us for living for him in our workplace, in our homes, in whatever sort of ministry that he might have called us to. And if we don't make that time with him every day, in reality, our busyness can just be a smokescreen for other issues in our lives. So I want to encourage you, just as I try to encourage myself, to safeguard that time with God every day. And he will honor it, he will bless you, and he will equip you for all the different demands of your life. One of the things that, that this Bible reading tells us when we look at the second section of the reading from verses 53 to 56 is that whenever we try to get away or to lessen our busyness, there will always be good things that will continue to compete for our attention. And in this case, where, where Jesus was talking to his disciples, it was those who brought the sick to Jesus. And very often, it's interesting that it is the poor, the sick, the vulnerable, who are able to recognize most immediately their need of his help. They don't have to try and mask their challenges in the way that some of us do. And there is such an openness and a receptivity to his power and teaching that they just need to touch the hem of his cloak and they're healed. So I wonder, how can we, in our own lives, be more honest with Jesus and, and really ask genuinely for his help with this issue of overstretching ourselves in our lives? Some years ago, when I was in another parish, I did a, a course on leadership. And when I was doing that course, at the time, I remember, I had what was called a peer cell or, or an accountability group that used to ask me very important questions. And in this group, apart from striving for excellence in the workplace, they also asked me questions about how much time was I spending at home? How much time was I investing in my relationship with God? How many things in terms of the daily tasks that I had was I able to offload and delegate to those who could actually do them better, more successfully, more efficiently than I could because of their particular gifts? And as I continue all these years later to struggle, with these things, 
one of the resources that I have found to be really helpful or useful is this little book. It's a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. I think that's a fantastic title, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And John Mark Comer, who wrote this book, has also produced a series of podcasts on the same topic called Fight Hustle and End Hurry. And again, I found those to be very helpful and insightful conversations about this struggle. And I know that on our parish website, Gillian has posted some of the materials that that John Mark Homer writes, and uh, he really writes very well on this particular struggle. But I wonder if perhaps as, as a community, we can all try to help each other, to mobilize and encourage each other to do what Jesus asks us to do in our reading this morning. Come away with Jesus by ourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Well, that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. And if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, that'd be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith.